This is the Roaming Mind Podcast, episode number two, Feeling In and Emotion Out. What are feelings? Oh man, we're, I'm sitting here talking about feelings now. Feelings are things that are felt internally. Of course, we all know what a feeling is, um, but how do you express or how do you talk about a feeling? It's almost impossible. It's what we feel inside. It's, uh, how do you project that out? It's all, Feelings are almost impossible to really describe accurately. That's why we enjoy artwork so much. Is it's, uh, Artwork is a form of expressed feelings in a physical form. When we look at a painting or listen to music, we, we, we almost match the feeling that the artist was portraying. So what are feelings? Well, feelings are just things that are felt internally. With feelings, how do you really understand them? And that's really a problem for many of us. We don't really understand how we feel. Through society, through peer pressure, through whatever, we're made to bury certain feelings like sadness or shame or guilt. Or a lot of us feel those a lot. Understanding feelings are a problem for a lot of us. Now we're going to talk about emotions. What are emotions? Well, emotions are just feelings that are expressed externally. These are what we project to other people when we're feeling something. So when we're feeling sad, we either have an emotion of anger because we don't quite understand how to feel sad. A lot of times people mix up feelings and emotions thinking they're the same thing, but they're not. Feelings are felt inside. Emotions are expressed outside. And it's that connection between the two that makes being a human so damn complicated. We never know how to emote emote what we're actually feeling. And on top of it all, we have reactions reactions to outside stimulus that change the way we feel and then we emote whatever. So if somebody, if somebody makes us feel sad, we want to defend ourselves so then we get angry and that's how we emote. But there's a misalignment there because we're really sad but we're feeling angry and that is the misalignment that causes us so much anxiety and, and fear and everything else. It, it makes us feel bad. It, it takes away, it robs us of our happiness. This, earlier this week, I had a really good example of this. My son was working on an art project for school, and he was using a hot glue gun. And normally, he's pretty good with the hot glue gun, but today, he burnt the tip of his finger. He's not really a clumsy kid when it comes to that stuff, so he never really burnt himself before, and he never really understood why his finger was puffing out where the, where the burn mark is. It was like a triangle on the tip of his finger. That was, of course, the heat blister. He didn't know what that was, really. And he's 11 years old, but still, he didn't know how to... Why is my finger puffing out? So in his own little... He went in into his own little space and ended up chewing that blister off. And that just, ouch. So, of course, the pain was even more than the actual burn itself. He didn't understand pain. So, yes, he was feeling pain, but then he was expressing his emotions in anger. So as I asked him to clean up his art project after he was done, he he, very, he gave me a lot of attitude. 
he was angry with me and angry with everything. And I was like, man, just, just take care of your finger. Your finger's fine. But yeah, he, he, he overreacted quite because he didn't know how to feel pain, physical pain. He may even felt a little bit embarrassed because he burnt himself. So in that moment, being a parent, I matched anger with anger. He was angry. I was angry. Mind you, both of us, he was feeling sad and I was feeling, uh, I don't want to say inadequate as a parent that I couldn't help him. So, of course, two angers butted heads. Next thing you know, I'm telling him I'm not going to go watch his basketball game later that, that, that evening. I said to him, I said, if you're going to play the victim over this whole finger-burning thing, I don't want to watch you play basketball playing a victim because I, I just knew that's where it was going to go. So I told him, I'm not going to go see your basketball game. You go. And, and of course, he was kind of devastated with that. So as him and his mother left to go to the basketball game, I sat there in the couch wondering what the hell I was doing to myself. What, what the hell was I doing to him? Here I am with my bruised ego, with my angry son making me angry, making me not understand my feelings and my emotions. I was like, I'm going to regret not going to see that basketball game. So I buried my ego and I went to the basketball game. He didn't, he was shocked to see me there because usually when I say I'm going to do something, I ended up doing it or if I say I'm not going to do it, I don't do it. So he was kind of surprised to see me there, but I was still, I was still angry with him but i went to the basketball game anyways i knew i had to i had to bury that ego and i had to realign my feelings with my emotions so i was glad i went to the basketball game but after it was time to go to bed and after the basketball game it was later that evening so he went to bed and i laid there i was reading and i i couldn't i wasn't really understanding what i was reading because i was still thinking about what had happened earlier and I was like, here I am battling my ego again. I knew I had done wrong. I had matched anger with anger. I knew he wasn't really angry. He was just feeling pain from his finger. So what do I do? Do I just let this day pass? Him go to bed? I go to bed? Wake up tomorrow? It'll be a new day? Do we both go to bed with confusion and unfelt or unexpressed feelings? Nah. So once again, I had to bury my ego and I had to go apologize. That was when I sat at the end of his bed and I, I said to him, I, I'm, I'm sorry, buddy. I'm sorry that I got angry because you got angry. I said, what we, what we were being is protective of what feelings we didn't understand inside. And to which he apologized right away. It was a pretty amazing moment because at that point we realized that we had done wrong. We were we were emoting. We weren't aligned with our emotions, with our feelings. So many of us spend so much of our lives misaligned between what we feel and how we how we express our emotions. I truly believe this is what robs us of happiness. This misalignment also causes us to play the victim. During this whole fiasco with my son, I looked at him as playing a victim to this burn. And I'm a person that does not play victim. But on this day, I did play victim. He was angry. I felt victimized by his anger. 
And there you go. I fell down that path of victimization myself, and I was blaming him, and he was blaming me, and it was just it was it was an awful mess. All because we didn't understand how to feel our feelings, or we let our egos get in the way of emoting exactly how we feel. Victimization is often a default emotion that many of us have. It's so much easier to place blame than it is to feel pain and to express the pain in a proper way. If you feel sad, it's very difficult to break down and cry for many of us, especially men. It also is very difficult to apologize when you realize that you'd have that misalignment between what you feel and what you're emoting. It's much easier to just play the victim and make or make the other person a victim of your wrath. So much, we, we so often want to put up a wall to defend any more intrusion onto our feelings until we get a chance to go lick our wounds, till we get to go have that time out and figure out what we're feeling and how we're going to respond. In life, there's so much bad reaction to unexpressed feeling. It's kind of sad. <laughs> but at this time, I realized that I, I, when I was sitting on the couch, not you know, deciding not to go to that basketball game, I was like, I only have one shot at being a parent here. Am I going to let my little ego trip get in the way of not seeing this basketball game? What if he has the best game of his life or worse? What if if what's it what if he hurts himself and I wasn't there? I was, am I gonna let my ego get in the way of that? Am I gonna let the fact that I'm playing the victim, I'm the victim here because my son didn't listen to me and he was angry and I was angry and blah blah blah. I only have one shot at being a parent, so I I went and took it. And that moment I just hopped in that car and I went. Same for before he went to bed. I realized I only have one shot at being a parent. I gotta go in there and I've got to apologize to him. I need to be able to show him that yes, even I mess up sometimes, and even yes, I I treat myself as a victim. But this time I I realized that I kept myself aware of what I was feeling, and hopefully tried to patch up that emotion that I had mis mis expressed earlier. Be aware. Always watch your ego. And always keep yourself aligned with how you feel, with how with what you emote outward. When you are truly aligned with your feelings and your emotions, this is what true happiness really is. And when that alignment is always in check, when you feel sad, you're emoting you're emoting sadness. If if you're angry and you're emoting angry, or if you're happy and you're emoting happy. This alignment will cause your reaction to always be positive, and you'll always have the proper reaction given back to you. This is how you progress. This is how you evolve emotionally and even in your feelings. You'll understand your feelings much more when you're aligned properly. This was a great Monday afternoon lesson for me. I could have let this... that that little span of four hours control the rest of my week. 
but I'm so glad that I was aware enough to understand that my feelings and my emotions were not aligned, and I was able to bury my ego and take that shot of being the best parent I possibly could. And I saw the change in him after I'd apologized. He understood. He understood his misalignment. And really, that's all I could ever ask for. So what are you feeling right now? What are you emoting right now? Are they aligned? Hope so. Keep roaming. If you'd like to know more about The Roaming Mind, visit www.theroamingmind.com. There you'll find hundreds of my blog posts that are written over the years. My book, titled The Roaming Mind, a link to buy it, and my TEDx talk, You're Not Alone. Also, if you get a chance, check out all other great podcasts by my friends here at Dovico. Just search for Dovico Podcast in your favorite podcast app, like and subscribe. Until next time, be present and keep roaming. <laughs>